faculty, staff, students, alumni, and friends to hear about their career journeys, how they got to where they are, and how they became Bearcats. I'm Career Services Assistant Director Travis Klein. And I'm Hannah Christian, the Director of Career Services here at Northwest. And today's guest on our show is... Hi, I'm uh, Jackson Weddle. I'm a Senior Managerial Accounting Major. And uh, yeah, happy to be here. Welcome, Jackson. It's really great to have you on the podcast today. Thank you. So as I always do when I talk to students, I'm very interested in many things. But the first two being, number one, how did you get to Northwest? So kind of talk us through your your journey from how, you know, growing up, how you got to Northwest. And two, why did you choose managerial accounting as a major? Well, uh, Northwest was kind of just, you know, the obvious pick for me. My dad and mom both went here. My brother went here. Two of my uncles went here, and my dad works here now. So it was kind of just the place to be. Um, as far as managerial accounting, in high school, I was always really good with numbers and problem solving, putting things together. So accounting just seemed like the right field. I talked to a couple of counselors, and they were like, look into this. So I said, sure. And it's just been a good fit so far. Who's your dad? Todd Weddle. He works in the admin building in their marketing department. The amazing Todd Weddle. One of our a favorite little throwback, yeah. <laughs> yes. So one of our first guests on the podcast, in (laughs) fact, he was, I think our very first guest was Jill. And then we kind of kept it in the office and we extended it out. Like university marketing was one of the first people we reached out to. And Todd was very cool, very gracious to put up with our growing pains. So So did you never consider any other colleges? What was your thought process, I guess? I mean, I know your family came here, but did you think it through or were you just like, yep, Northwest all the way? Well, I pretty much grew up in exclusively Northwest clothing. I think half of my closet was Bearcat stuff. Um, I looked at a couple other colleges and I applied to a few just because it was like a class assignment in high school we had to. So I think I applied to UMKC and Mizzou, but I wasn't going to come anywhere else. So when you started taking classes here, what was your first impression? Was it up to expectation or um, yeah, what are your thoughts? It was a little different than I was expecting, I guess, mostly because of COVID. So a lot of hybrid and online classes. Spent a lot of days in class in my dorm room, which was odd. And then, you know, just every activity was socially distanced and with masks. And so it was just a little off the first year. But as years have gone on, the college experience has gotten more and more, you know, tightly knit with the community and everything around us. And you fully jumped into the college experience too, because you came onto my radar because of your show on the campus on the campus television station called Loosely Related. How did you get involved with those as an accounting major? Well, my very good friend, Riley, who's the producer of Loosely Related, she reached out to me in summer of 22 about a different show called It Takes All Kinds, which we filmed four episodes of that that fall. And it was a little bit of a, a mess of a show, but it was very fun. We would go around to different places and, you know, we did Maryville, St. Joe, the dairy farm just north and recorded different episodes about what people do and what it takes to be in their field. That show, the season ended, and then she said, why don't you just stay on? I've got a new show that I'm producing called Loosely Related, which we have guests on the show, and we do a little fun activity kind of related to something they do, like very loosely, very loosely most of well, the The title's apt. <laughs> That's, yeah. So... But, you know, it's just kind of like a little interview game show kind of thing. Can you give us an example, maybe a little teaser? So Todd Weddle, my dad, we had him on the show. I think he was our fourth guest, I want to say. And since he does photography, we did painting. But we did it with kind of like weird takes. So we did one 
where you had to look through a mirror and paint, which was extremely difficult. I think we did one in black light, and then we did one where we had paintbrushes taped to like yardsticks and had to paint from very far away. So it's just kind of like little fun activities like that. So what's your role in terms of getting the show produced? What role do you fulfill and how did you how did you kind of find this niche for yourself? My role most weeks is I get sent a very loose script with some questions on it and I show up with maybe half the script memorized and it's kind of like an ad lib from there. As far as putting the show together, I have absolutely no idea what goes on behind the scenes. I'm not technically gifted like that at all. That's our wonderful crew. They do everything, cameras, lighting, editing, filming, everything. Couldn't do it without them. Were you involved? So being a host, like on a TV show, that's difficult. Like that, we were talking before we started recording. I think that's the hardest part because the technical stuff you practice and you do in class, but hosting is hard. So were you involved in like theater in high school or did you have a TV station in your high school or things like that? Or did you just fall into this because a friend asked you to? Partially just because a friend asked me to, but Senior and junior year of high school, I was in an improv comedy group in high school. So I had a little bit of that just, you know, off the cuff improv stuff. Uh, But that doesn't necessarily translate to hosting because I remember that first season of Loosely Related, we had to do several takes of like every shot because, you know, it just wouldn't be quite right. Over the, the two semesters that we've done it, it's gotten a little bit better and we could do one take for most things. Yeah, we feel that. I banged on the table a lot. And uh, said, gotcha, every other word. Yeah. There's probably three seasons of this show. So you, it takes, it's a certain type of learning where you have to really be open to having that critical feedback on, you know, how to do something better or in a more polished way. And that's super hard. I don't mm-hmm. know if people really understand that to take that feedback. You're like, eh. and such a good set of skills. Like, you know, you, you mentioned you're a managerial accounting major. So probably going to work with numbers and things like that, but being able to command a room and to present and do that, that's going to, when you're out there looking for full-time jobs, like those skills are not going to be bad things for you to be able to put on a resume and talk about and then show them that you can do it too. So there's definitely, even though it's not related to your major, it's loosely related, right? It's, yeah, it's you get yeah. those good skills. So Another thing that you're well known for on campus and people might recognize you from is Bearcats with Blazers. And you were one of the like founding Bearcats with that. So do you want to tell us that story and kind of what that is if anybody's not on campus and aware of it? So fall of 2021, there was a playoff game in like the freezing cold that nobody went to. The night before, my roommate Nick Verruz and I went to Walmart and we found these like Bearcat Blazers for $20. And we said, these are hilarious. We're buying them. And so it was like a completely empty stadium with just us two. We went all the way up to the front and just screamed our hearts out. I think we lost, but it was just the most fun we've ever had. So we came back the next year and we had five guys standing in the stands with blazers on and sunglasses for the first game. And it's kind of snowballed from there. At the end of that season, I think we probably had maybe 10 guys out in the crowd with signs, you know, chants, everything. We went to basketball games, which was really fun. You know, we had different free throw distractions and everything. Um, We've done a couple different events with people around campus and around Maryville. I know we did some stuff with Big Brothers Big Sisters, who have been awesome to work with, and the student body. So it's just like different things. And then last night was the first home game for Northwest this year. And there were probably 30 different people out there in Blazers, which was just awesome. We had so many signs and 
there was lightning delays, but it was all, it was all fun. Yeah. I definitely feel like you all have created something that's going to outlive your time here at Northwest. Like Bearcats with blazers will continue on even after you all are gone. I noticed uh, Walmart has gotten more of those blazers since you bought them, <laughs> even though they've been on clearance for like the last nine months. So yeah. it's very interesting to see kind of how that's grown. And you have a, a, an amazing social media presence as well. Is that, is that some, who runs that? Is that someone who's involved with it or is an outside in it a year? That's again, my roommate and I, Nick, uh, he's a marketing major. So that's kind of his thing, but it's basically, we try to get as much content as we can out just to like show that we're doing things and, you know, we're out having fun in the community, supporting Northwest. And our plan this year is to go to like support even more teams. Cause it's like, we're supporting the teams mainly. So last year it was mainly football and basketball. And I think we did one softball game, but this year I know we're planning to do like track and cross country just to get out there to support them. I think maybe tennis would be fun. Soccer, definitely. Yeah, those are great goals. Mm -hmm. So how does this translate? If you're a managerial accounting major, how, like, what's your strategy for translating your experiences into what do you want to do after you graduate? Ooh, that's, that's the million dollar question. The answer probably would be, I'm not sure yet. I know it's getting a little close, but I work right now at the Faust Center for Alumni Relations doing a little bit of their gift processing. So I think that's going to help me, you know, translate into a, an accounting job. Um, but I'd like to get an internship right out of college and then do something from there. So far, what's the best part about that experience that you've had at the Faust House in terms of accounting specific things? I think it's a lot of the problem solving. Sometimes we'll get something and we'll have absolutely no idea what it is. So we have to go on a wild goose chase for like an hour just to track down this one thing from this one person six months ago. I think it'll be really good going forward just to know that attention to details there and that problem solving skills are there. Because I, I mean, I, again, never taking a business class, especially not accounting. So from if you're coming from like maybe the more creative side of the spectrum, you're like, oh, accounting seems like a terrible and boring job. But obviously you find it interesting and fun. So what other aspects, maybe in class, like what have you learned through your coursework that makes you still want to continue in that vein? I think it's a lot of like the little cool things in accounting, how it's always satisfying getting something to balance out. And that's just one of the best feelings, I think, to me, or getting an equation in Excel to pull everything right is very satisfying. It's just a little, you know, mathematical awesomeness. <laughs> the universe is aligned. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's one of those fields that's really misunderstood too. People think like you have to do taxes if you're an accountant or you have to be a bookkeeper and you're in a dark room with, you know, your ledgers and that's it. But the accounting can, you can do like fundraising and gift work for universities. You can, almost every business has some kind of accounting offshoot somewhere because somebody's got to keep track of the books. So really you can go anywhere and work in almost any industry and still do the accounting part of it. I know logistics is one we've seen a lot of students in the last five, six years. They'll have that numbers and Excel knowledge and then that really translates translates well to how do you pack a truck? How do you make sure that, you know, you're getting the most money out of a shipment for somebody? So there's definitely some really cool opportunities with that. And I think with internships too, you mentioned doing an internship, you can try little things like that and see yeah. what you like. And maybe you try something like, oh, I don't like that. So I don't want to do that for a job. Like that's super valuable too. I was going to say people like me in the world need people like you, Jackson. <laughs> we need people like you to keep us in line and keep the finances moving in a positive and forward direction. <laughs> Much I'll, appreciated I'll that best. skill set. <laughs> <laughs> 
one of the things we always like to do on the show, especially with seniors, I always like to ask the question, like, you know, you're almost done. You said December, 2024, when we were kind of pre-roll chatting. So you're, you're, you're at that final stage. What, if you could go back and kind of talk to yourself coming in as a freshman, what would you tell yourself? Is there any advice, anything you do different, anything maybe you would have, you know, tried a different approach at than how you did COVID notwithstanding, of course, I'm sure that changed everything, but yeah, I think I would have just told myself to like, you know, meet more people because I don't feel like I've met that many people until like these last two years. And my first year was kind of, again, COVID didn't help, but it was very secluded. And I think just getting out and doing more activities around campus is always a good thing to do to get involved, meet people, make connections just everywhere. And I'm not sure we necessarily ask this of students, but I'm also kind of interested in your take on if you're a student, maybe a freshman, first time freshman, and you're looking for employment in Maryville or on campus, do you have any tips or um, maybe insider information on maybe how do I find some productive work or internships or something where I can maybe contribute or make some money? here at Northwest? You know, online resources are always great. Indeed, everything like that. I know Northwest has a great place that you can apply for dozens, if not hundreds of jobs here on campus. But I think going in is also always good. You know, talking to people, networking, I think could be a really good resource for students. That's hard to do sometimes. It is, (laughs) but you know, it's funny to me, we have students come in all the time into our office and say, you know, I'm really looking for a campus job. It's really hard to find something. But as we've done these interviews, especially this season, it seems like when we talk with faculty and staff, they're all talking about how hard it is to find somebody to take their campus jobs. And, you know, good students are so hard to find and people start, but they don't finish. So I think students have to put themselves out there as the first step. Like you got to tell people you're looking and going and talking to people, like, you know, even just sending an email outside of your application through NeoGov, which is our kind of back in the system we use, like even just that can be enough sometimes to tell them that you're kind of a go-getter and that you're the type of person they want to work for you. So. But don't you think COVID affected that a little bit? I mean, you're just saying you're, initial experience of campus, right? As if a student living on campus was sort of this isolating experience. That's really difficult to to come out of, I think. Yeah, I think um, I had to do a shoot with my dad because I'm like his forever extra in videos um, <laughs> of a convocation video uh, where you go up and ring the bell. And I was like, I never got to do this freshman year. Like I didn't get to walk through the bell tower. There weren't people just standing around And so it was a little, it was very different freshman year, but I think things have gotten better. And I think obviously campus numbers have gone way up, which is awesome. There's so many more people on campus just to meet and get involved with. You can start new clubs, you can go out and do things. I think sophomore year was it, I started a disc golf club just because, you know, me and a couple guys like to do it. And we just went and we've grown from there. How do you start a club? You go onto the presence website, which you can get through from the Northwest page. And there's a button that says request to start an organization. And it's a slightly tedious process. You have to write <laughs> like a constitution for your club, which was a little bit of a hassle, but we got it done. And then for you a disc golf club. Yeah, that's... <laughs> yeah. I think we copied and pasted ours from another club and then changed some words, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> so was that, I guess, could you share maybe a little bit more about your process from from that freshman year of solitude, like what steps did you take to kind of, I know COVID again, everything sort of opened up, things were kind of locked down, but 
what, like maybe mentally or, or maybe even like socially, what steps did you walk through to maybe put yourself out there a little bit more, uh, later on through these second and third years of college? A great thing for me was because second year I was still on the dorms. I lived in tower suites and it was just meeting people in my own hall, just going out and talking to them. You know, we had hall meetings once every two months. And it would just be talking to people around there in the laundry room, down in the kitchen, just chatting with people, just not even in your hall. It can be in your own building, too. And that, I think, translates to talking to people in class and just on campus when you run into someone, uh, which I think is, you know, a good way to connect with other people and just feel more connected to the school in general. What do I do if I'm too afraid to talk? Like, this is very, it seems like a silly question, but if I'm... Uh, I'm think trying to put myself back in my own like freshman shoes and it just seems terrifying to me to go talk to someone I don't know like recommendations. I think having a shared experience is a great like in. So I think that's how a lot of people, you know, connect with people in classes. Like if there's this really hard test and you're like, "Ah, crap." You're like, "Do you want to like study later, you know, just crank out this test or something along those lines?" I think even starting with like a small smile or a wave to someone, you know, just in classes could go a long way towards, you know, making those friendships and connections down the road. And the nice thing is on campus, you're all at least Northwest students, if not, you know, within the same major or within other clubs. So you've got some common ground with everybody that's here on campus in some way or another. So what do you think? So again, being a student who's gone through COVID and kind of, you know, been through the end of it, what are your thoughts on like remote work? Like I would think, you know, we hear a lot of about a good 50-50 mix, I'd say, of students who absolutely don't want to work remote. They want to be in a workplace. They want to talk to people. And then the other half are like, oh, I don't ever want to go to work. I want to work from my house. I want to do that. Where do you fall on that? Or is there somewhere in the middle, maybe? I think if I was to work from home, I would just not get very much done. And I think being in the office around other people that can, you know, not only assist you, but just chat with you on the day-to-day is very nice. And it'll keep you productive, I think. At the same time, taking classes from home instead of having to go to class is incredible. I love that because <laughs> um, I can just have all my work right here and not have to even move to take a test, a quiz, write a paper, anything. Anything else? Any other tips uh, maybe for incoming Bearcats? Uh, a big one is go to games. You know, I think football games are one of the best ways to meet people just sitting in the student stand, student section stands. There's so many people just cheering at the same time. You, you get a touchdown, you cheer, you turn to the person to your left, you meet them, you go crazy. It's, you know, it's a wild experience. If you haven't gone, you should, because, you know, a lot of people don't. Even a, even a, this is so funny. When I was going to school, my undergrad, and we went to all the football games, the Bearcats were not good. <laughs> and it was still fun. Yeah. You can go to a losing game and it is still fun and worthwhile. And it helps that it's free for students too. It doesn't cost you a bunch of money out of your pocket. You know, you can just go and enjoy yourself. And, you know, it's not like a huge expense or something that you have to plan for. You can just kind of show up and go. So other games too. I think I, I love that it was great that you mentioned check out soccer. The mm-hmm. soccer games are really fun to go to. Softball, track, cross cross country is, I mean, my new favorite sport. My daughter's running cross country this year. You go there, the game does not last for hours. Like you go to cross country meet, you're there for half an hour and you're good to go. So and I've appreciated to the, support. 
the Bearcats and Blazers, like, you know, you went to basketball games. You didn't just go to the men's basketball game. Our men's basketball team has been very good and they get a lot of attention, but you also went to the women's basketball game and they've, they've not been as successful lately. So I liked that you guys were kind of promoting all of athletics at Northwest, not just football and basketball. They're international champions and are really good. So it's nice to see that too. So I know a lot of the times the women's games were almost more fun than the men's mm-hmm. games mm-hmm. because, you know, we were the only ones there. It felt like, but you know, you really felt connected to the team. And if it was like a really close game, that's more exciting than if our men's team plays like the worst seed in our division and just blows it them blows out. Blows everybody out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just, you can get more out of it, I think. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for being a guest and for all that you do with, with the TV, with the loosely related TV show on the campus uh, TV station and for the Bearcats and Blazers, both of which I think are absolutely fantastic and really show what check a talented out. young man that you are. Yes. <laughs> check them out. I'll have links in the, the videos and things like that for you guys too. So really appreciate you being a guest today though. Thank you guys for having me. It's been fun. Yeah. All right. Well, that will do it for another episode of Behind the Bearcat and we'll talk to you next time. Mm-hmm.